Mondays on Radio 191FM. Tēnā koutou i tēnei ahi ahi. These are your Radio 1, te reo Irirangi Kōtahi 91FM news headlines for Taite Ruotakau Mā Whetu a Mei. Ko Quentin tēnei. Last week, it was revealed that only three members of the New Zealand Parliament have current student loans. These are two Labour MPs, List MP from Botany Nasi Chen, and MP for Hamilton West Dr Gaurav Sharma, and Act List MP Dr James McDowell. This was revealed in the newest version of the MP's Asset Register, which outlines any financial interests Members of Parliament may have. This Asset Register also revealed that only eight Members of Parliament currently do not own their own home. It was also announced the same week, during the budget, that students would be receiving an extra $25 a week on the living loan and student allowance. This had mixed reception, receiving strong criticism from OUSA President Michaela Waite-Harvey. I guess my favourite part is how hilarious it is that these increases are set to start on April 1st, 2022, because that's the underlying uh, idea of that this feels a little bit like another April Fool's joke. President Waite Harvey also argued in favour of the winter energy payment for students, since this wouldn't be included on the loan and would allow students to have money put directly towards the power for heating in colder months. The poor reception to these student loans, and the fact that only 3 out of 120 members of parliament have active student loans, raises questions about how well students are represented in parliament. I spoke to Labour MP Nasi Chen about this, her time at university, and if she believes that the student loan system was worth it. Nasi Chen spent six years at university studying law, economics and music. She also took a year off to run for the Labour Party in 2017, which she considered a really valuable experience. I questioned Chen on student representation in Parliament, and if she believed that student voice was being accurately represented and considered in decision-making. She stressed that she saw the need to make the system more equitable for students from all backgrounds to ensure learning was accessible to all. Chen believed that the increase to the student loan and living allowance was a step in the right direction and would support students better and make studying more equitable. Alongside this, she acknowledged the work done by the Helen Clark government to remove interest from student loans, especially since New Zealand has some of the highest university fees in the OECD. Overall, Nacy believed that her time at university was worth the student loan, since she wouldn't have had the opportunities she's had or be where she is today without it. Those in Dunedin over 65 or with underlying conditions can now get a COVID-19 vaccination, as the third stage of the COVID-19 vaccination rollout gets underway in Dunedin. Those in Group 3, the new group eligible for the vaccine, includes pregnant people, disabled people, and adults in custodial settings, as well as those over 65 or with underlying conditions. The Southern District Health Board has nearly finished its Group 2 vaccinations, having already administered over 35,000 doses of the vaccine. Around 100,000 people in the Southern District fit into Group 3, so this will take some time to get through compared to previous stages, according to Southern District Health Board COVID-19 Vaccine Rollout Incident Controller Hamish Brown. The Southern District Health Board is operating on an invite-only model for the time being, so those eligible will receive a text message to book their appointment. Group 4 vaccinations, that is vaccinations for all New Zealanders over the age of 18, are expected to begin from the end of July. 
Sanitary bins are available in almost all the bathrooms on campus, with the university having increased the number of bins available by 254 since 2018. At present, sanitary bins are still only available in accessible bathrooms in men's toilets, as opposed to all cubicles. This is an improvement on 2018, however, when they were not in men's bathrooms altogether. Property Services Division Director Dean McCauley told critic Te Arohi that it is currently standard practice to have sanitary bins in all women's or non-binary bathrooms and in toilets for people with disabilities, including disability toilets in men's washrooms. As a part of Rainbow Tick recommendations, we are exploring converting more washrooms to non-gender-specific facilities with a particular emphasis on the link and unipole, said Dean. One student, spoken to by critic Te Arohi, pointed out that having sanitary bins in only accessible toilets in men's bathrooms creates a double need, noting that both disabled and trans students would have to use the same cubicle. Currently, there are 803 sanitary disposal bins on campus and 761 in residential colleges. That was the news, here on Radio 1 Te Reo Itirangi Kotahi 91FM. Now, the weather. The Radio 1 91FM weather. Frosty start this morning, rising to 14 degrees throughout the day. High cloud with northerly winds dying out this evening and a cool 6 degrees overnight. That was the weather here on Radio 191 FM. The Radio 1 Biscuit Review. It's Biscuit Review Week here at Radio 1, and I will be reviewing the immortal Arnott's Mint Slice. When I was younger, I used to sneak down to the kitchen at night and eat half a packet of these, and then I would just put the packet back in the cupboard around the other way so that mum couldn't see they'd been opened. And I think that is a great anecdote to summarise the fact that these bad boys are irresistible. $3.59 for a pack of these at New World Gardens last night, so these certainly are a special occasion snack, but it's worth it every time. After all, it's a chocolate biscuit with mint on top and a chocolate coating. What's not to like? I mentioned to my girlfriend that perhaps if I had to find any gripe with these to appear somewhat impartial, the mint to biscuit ratio could be adjusted ever so slightly to increase the amount of mint per biscuit, and good god did that get me in trouble. Unlike their health star rating, which is only 0.5 out of 5, any rating less than 5 would be slandering the great name of the Arnott's Mint Slice. 5 out of 5, Mankind peaked with the Mint Slice. 